Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Jake. And this is We We Trust Trust the the Process, Process, a podcast about The Bachelorette and other Bachelor shows. Yeah. We're a couple. We watch The Bachelorette and Bachelor and other shows, and we talk about them. Yep. And you're listening to it. This week, we get into the Men Tell All episode. The Men Tell All, except the men don't say very much, really. A few men say a lot. Didn't already know. Jack Stone didn't say a word. He did not look like he wanted to be there. He was just sitting there. I was just... I was going about my day today, and all of a sudden I thought, Jack Stone didn't say anything last night. (laughs) No. He didn't even, like, come close to saying anything either. He had nothing to say. No. So you might notice that it's Tuesday, and usually we try to put the... Or I guess it's Wednesday. Yeah, if you're watching what... Or if you're listening, when it comes out, it'll be Wednesday and not on Tuesday. We're a day late, basically, is what we're trying to get at. We're trying to say that we're a day late because I have to get up really early this week, all of the days. So we weren't able to record last night after the show. Right. Because even if we did record, there's no way we were going to edit it in time. So we just decided to push it back a day. Yeah. So that I could have an early bedtime and be fresh. At 9.15. That's not true. No, not at all. Because the show goes until 10. So we start off by Chris Harrison saying they thought about beefing up security for the night and that he's been spending some extra days in the gym he's a pretty good bodyguard yeah i mean that's all i need to do to feel secure just spend a couple days doing some push-ups and elliptical work what what kind of things do you think chris harrison does at the gym Ooh, water aerobics (laughs) that's his favorite one he takes water aerobics classes with a bunch of the olds low impact i'd you know what? I'm not going to judge him for that because you, you're not going to hurt any of your joints. You're going to be able to just keep going and you're still going to get that same good cardio workout that you would get if you were above water. Do you think that Chris Harrison has a personal trainer? Or yes. does he just go to the gym and kind of do whatever amongst the folks? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that ABC has <laughs> spent some money on a personal trainer for him because he's in like 13 shows. 13. He's in quite a few. He's in all the Bachelor and Bachelorette shows. And then he's in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, yeah. And he does like other shows like that, too. Yeah. So they got to keep him looking good. Yeah. Even though you can really only see his face. Right. We never see Chris Harrison in like a pair of shorts. Maybe in Paradise. Does he go to Paradise? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember. We haven't watched it in a bit. So we start off with a bunch of the most memorable moments from the season. Yeah. We had a little like clickbait moment at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Um, these were not memorable to me for the most part because oh, I've never seen most of these people sorry. before. Let me rephrase that. Not most memorable moments from the season, but from men tell all or people tell all yeah, episodes. The... I said from this, this season and that wasn't true at all. Oh, I knew what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah so my, did our listeners. Yeah. My, my notes here were pretty vague. They were things like some guy saying... Some guy said something and was called out on it. Yeah, so I wrote, so the first one was called Casey Strikes Out, and it was awkward singing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the story was there. Didn't seem super memorable. Then we had Naylan Kalen. The Aylins. And she, he, like, had some kind of apology, and then Emily, the girl he was talking to, was like, uh, you should be a politician because that's bullshit. Ooh. So, Kalen's full of shit. Mm-hmm. I wonder, sort of, if they're bringing up some of this stuff, because some of these people are going to be on Paradise. So, it's a way to, like, remind us that these people existed. Probably. If we knew they existed to begin with, which... 
this is a nice introduction to some of the folks that we might meet in paradise yeah then we, um then we had caitlin with oh those two guys thor and jj i don't remember thor, yeah we did call them thor thor and jj who had like a bromance going on and they were intellectually curious about each other Wink. In a hot tub or something. It got very deep and under the surface. Yeah, there was a little, I don't know. Whatever. I this, yeah. I don't Guys know. are allowed to be friends. Get over it. Right. I think next was Andy's lie detector results. Yes. And then Marcus, his question was, have you slept with under 20 people? And he said, yes. That was a lie. He has slept with over 20 women. I feel like when you get to 20. You stop counting? Like Or before that even. And then, like, that Dylan guy preferred blondes. Yeah, whatever. Um, I, I Lie know. detectors are bullshit anyway, so who cares? Right. Um, they had one that said, Caitlin, haters gonna hate, and it was Chris Harrison reading some nasty messages that Caitlin got yeah. about her being, like, a selfish whore. Yeah. And getting cyberbullied by, like, old ladies on yeah. the internet. Obviously, because that's what cyberbullying means. Right. It's old people being assholes now. No, I just meant like on the internet. Oh, I didn't right. <laughs> need to say that. That was obvious. That's where the cyberbullying takes place. Otherwise, it's like other kinds of bullying. It's usually called bullying. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think that people should uh, be cyberbullies, but I think it's difficult with our current political climate where our president cyberbullies people all the time. Yeah, he does not lead by example. No. Or he is leading by the example. Yeah, or he, he wants. just thinks that everybody should be Tough. able to cyberbully whoever they want. You know, you, you just got to say what you what you want. First first amendment, you know? Yeah, or just don't be a dick. No, I know. I'm I'm kidding. That first amendment only works against government institutions anyway. Then we had JoJo and Chad, which I was excited about because I've never seen JoJo before. Me neither um i've seen chad before i'm not sure why oh because he showed up did he show up on somebody else's season i don't know i don't know he looked familiar to me so i've seen him at some point um but nope jojo was new to me i'm kind of, i feel okay about not watching her season still yeah she didn't seem terribly interesting to me um chad talked some smack about presumably the two guys that were left at that point mm -hmm. and Yep, whatever. Uh, and then we had JP and Ashley, like, who, I don't know who those people are. Um, but she got, like, a sonogram on TV to say the sex of her baby. That was weird. I mean, they've had bachelor weddings. They've had bachelor engagements. What What's the next thing they're going to have? Bachelor learn Live the delivery? sex of the baby. That'll be next. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that it seemed pretty weird to me. It like, seem weird. I'm not really interested in things like that. About celebrities, babies, sex? Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. I don't know. It feels a little too intimate. Like, I mean, I'm sure they wanted people to know. Okay. Like, cool. They're probably fine with that. Do you think that, that, um, the guy doing the sonogram was like their doctor or is it just some rando? doctor dude who's touching Pro her belly probably a local or doctor so like was she meeting him for the first time i mean i'm sure they met off camera like mm. i doubt that it was the first interaction the two of them have ever had gotcha they also had to like rip a hole in her dress did you see that yeah or it was like a well, special sonogram dress yeah that's a thing now 
Is it? It should be. Hey, there's an idea. There's a million there's dollar a, idea. There's a money maker. I don't feel pretty enough when I go to my sonograms. Okay, well, here's this very Here, nice dress. with sauna dress. How do you close it back up? Is it a zipper, Velcro? I don't know. I mean, it could... Like, you gotta you have that goo on you. It's gotta be a pretty good-sized hole. Or just have, like, a flap that opens up. Oh, that that's that's what it is. You know, like, the backdoor flap that some pan, like some uh, onesies have? Yeah. Just put that on the front. Yeah. And just backdoor right just, here. Just, like, open it up like a microwave. Yeah. I was thinking down. Oh, you were thinking down. Sideways makes more sense, though, because you're laying down. Because sideways, you can, like, hide the seam, and you can make it look like a wrap dress. But if it just folds up, I guess it would look like a hoodie. Like, with a kangaroo pocket. Right. I think we should go sideways. It'll look classier. Yeah. I think that... I mean, there's different markets for the two styles. There you go. One's, like, more cash. cash. So if you're, like, coming from the gym to go to your baby doctor appointment <laughs> versus coming from the office. Right. You have different dresses. That's true. That's a good point. I think they probably make you change into a gown. Yeah. I mean, they weren't going to make her change into a gown there. No, I know. Actually, I just I always know. really hate that. Like... If I don't have to be in one, I don't like it when you go to the doctor and they're like, here's a gown for you to put on. Like, I just went for just my basic, like, um, general doctor visit. Mm -hmm. And they were like, all right, well, here's a gown. You can leave your underwear on. And I was like, I thought I'd be able to leave all my clothes on. (laughs) Like, I'm not sure what you're planning to do to me. Um, I don't know. It just felt really strange. Yeah, the last time I got a physical, too, I had to do the same thing. Yeah? It was weird. And then, like, she didn't... I don't know. And then I had to tell her that I have, like, uh, what are those, like, moles, I guess? Like, those brown spots? Yeah. Like, I've had them my whole life, but I was like, yeah, so I was hoping you could maybe suggest a dermatologist so I can go and get these checked out, because I feel like that's just, like, the responsible adult thing to do. Yep. And she was like, oh, show them to me. I was like, well, you were just looking at my back, like, you didn't and it's open. So why am I wearing this gown? <laughs> I guess it made it easier for me to show them to her when she asked. I but. feel like, though, for sonogram appointments, I've never been to one. No, me neither. I think that people just like pull their, their shirt up, though. Yeah. All right. But if you want to look classy and you're going to be, say, on national television, you want the side flap. Yeah. So yeah. we would we could make a line of clothing just for bachelor contestants on live television. Yeah. Cool. There's a market for it. Get in touch with us if you think this is a good idea. We'd love to work with you. Okay, so then we cut to commercial and I noticed that we got a Paradise commercial. I don't know a lot of people's names. I would have to like search for them and I wasn't willing to do that, but um I saw Adam and Dean Yep. From this season. Which means AJ's going to be there. Yes, I hope so. Yeah. Um, so I guess maybe that's part of the reason that Rachel kept him around longer? No. No, I mean, I think... That's that... the reason that he went to Paradise. Because he was on the show longer. Maybe. Do you think Matt will be in Paradise? No. Have they announced... Like, this is probably not even worth talking about, because some people probably already know. We just I don't, don't We don't look for stuff like this. Yeah. We like to be surprised. Anyway, moving on. So then all the guys come out. Yeah, and I forgot I was going to look and see who was missing. Yeah, I can't even... I mean, we could look back at our notes and... No, that's okay. Yeah, so there's lots of dudes. Most of them don't say a whole lot, but... So we had Jamie, Diggy, Blake, Iggy, Anthony... Lucas, Fred, DeMario, Alex, Jonathan, Lee, 
Jack, Josiah, Will, Matt, Kenny, Adam, and Dean. Yep. Alex did not disappoint with his outfit. He was wearing a super crazy suit. From what we saw for the three seconds he was on screen, Alex didn't say anything, right? I don't think so, but that doesn't change the fact that he's wearing like an obnoxiously patterned suit. it, It was absolutely his type of suit, but I was just saying like he didn't get enough camera time. I wanted to see that thing more. Yeah, I wanted to hear him say more because I think he's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Matt looked really good. He did. He looked way better. Yeah, he's done something. I mean, his eyebrows are still pretty far apart, but he just, I don't know. He Yeah, he looked good. Yeah. He looked like a Bachelorette contestant, whereas like at least for like the first half of the show, he did not. That's true. Well, I mean, to be fair, the first episode he was in the penguin costume so that kind of yeah that kind of set the stage we had bad first impression on him no but matt i don't know i think matt's a really interesting person and i wish that we had learned more about him so we get a recap of the season which boils down to rachel is pretty and all the guys think so we got a revisit of the viking games yep which was definitely a highlight for us because viking games seem like they're really crazy and totally made up, and they're like weird lawn sports sometimes. Yeah, like they seem like they might have been made up on the spot. Yeah, so they might not actually be Viking games. Um, we saw the guys playing lots of sports. We saw Waboom give that guy a stiff arm. Oh, Waboom! Oh yeah, when they were doing the baby race, baby relay daddy thing. relay race. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mud wrestling happened. Lucas and Blake fighting. I noticed that Blake got a better haircut. He didn't look as terrible as he did when he was on the season. Which one was he? What did he do? He was the one that fought with Waboom all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wrote down Lucas versus Turdface. Okay. (laughs) Turdface with a better haircut. And then a lot of stuff that we touch on later in this thing. Yep. Demario, Iggy, Kenny and Lee. Where Kenny said, I'm going to drag my dick across your grave. Yeah. I think that's what he said, right? Either that or like asshole or shit something. It was probably. How would you dick. say I'm gonna I'm gonna drag my asshole across your grave? Yeah, I mean I. Feel, I mean, I, dragging your dick across someone's grave is pretty awful as well, right? Um, but seems more likely than like scooting your butt across <laughs> it, yeah. spreading your cheeks and rubbing your yeah, b hole, right? A hole. All right. So then, first thing we talk about the Lucas and Blake situation mm-hmm. um where we didn't really learn anything new lucas continued to say that his focus was on rachel and blake was like actually you just want to be on more reality tv shows which i thought was ridiculous because blake was on the same reality tv show that lucas was on <laughs> so right pot and kettle exactly and Blake was just, like, super obsessed with Waboom still, and everybody, like, called him out on it. Yeah. And then Adam was like, I didn't really care about their crap, and I just hated that it was happening. Yeah. Which... And someone said, well, bye. Yeah. Which I think I it was Dean. Yes, I think it was, too. Yeah, they Dean they gave Dean a lot of lines. Yeah, Dean did a really good job. He was a moderator a lot, too. He's, he was always like, let, let's, let, him, let him speak, let him speak. Yeah. He's very fair. Mm-hmm. We talked about DeMario and his girlfriend, Lexi, showing up during the show. His side chick? His side chick. And he pointed out that no pictures of the two of them exist, which I guess is just supposed to speak to the type of relationship they had, where he was basically just having sex with her. Yeah. Which, 
no judgment. That's fine. Like you can have those kinds of relationships, um, but it's still a relationship. Absolutely. So doesn't matter. Um, and he said that they he called them ocular facts. Yeah, which is a thing I've never heard of before. But he gave a definition of it. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It's yeah. like visual proof. But I'm wondering if that will become a thing, or is that a thing already? And I just don't know about it. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I've never we'll heard see. it either. I'm working with uh, middle schoolers this week, and none of them have said it. So, although none of them have said any of like the cool, trendy stuff, none of them have said lit. Yeah, they also none of them have had cell phones out. Yeah, I think maybe that uh... maybe they're weird. They're weird kids. They're the weird kids. Yeah, weird kids go to art camp. So, <laughs> all right. Some of the guys said things to Demario along the lines of like, I know you've been through a lot with this and we have your back and stuff like that. And I don't think that they were, they weren't talking about the Lexi situation. They were no, talking no, no. about the stuff that happened with Paradise. Right. Which was not talked about at all. Right. But I think that it was. It was just all edited I think out. they edited it in yeah. a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, a lot of the guys seem to be, you yeah. know, speaking up and, and trying to say that he's they, been through a lot. They had his back and they were all shaking his hands. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think Lee was one of them. And I was like, sit down. Uh, we talked about Iggy mm-hmm. being opinionated. That's what he said. Yeah. And then it was just people being like, yeah, you were just like talking shit about everyone. Josiah said he was the rat of all rats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Waboom calls Iggy a joke, and Will's like, you can't call anyone a joke. Yeah. Uh, but Waboom wasn't having that. No. He's like, I can say whatever I want. Yeah. And then Dean was like, Waboom, you're distracting from the topic. And Waboom Shut was up, like, Dean. Shut up, Dean. <laughs> and then Kenny stands up and Ooh. is like, yeah, getting all, like, defensive of Dean. Yeah. Um, I think overall... This was a really... I think the men tell-all is usually really disappointing. Because um, I feel like the, there's a lot of interesting things that get said that we just don't see. And they just show us all of the really obvious things. Yeah. I, I mean, to be fair, the average viewer is probably used to being spoon-fed things on shows like this. You know? Yeah. I don't care, though. Right, but I don't think that they're trying to cater towards people that want to see the the deeper stuff. So my thought is they should make a pay-per-view of the live event. So you just get all of it? I I think I would spend money, actually, to watch. Because these things are long. It's like several hours long um, that they all sit around and talk. And Mm. I would be very interested to see it. I I would pay to watch. The 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 unedited too hot, the too hot for TV too, yeah yeah just because I would be interested to see everybody's personalities and yeah. like how they all interact with each other because we've only been shown like a really specific viewpoint on everyone sure and on some of them we haven't really seen anything and I think that learning about the dynamics between everybody in the house is really interesting mm-hmm. so yeah I do too and and as you said we just didn't get much of that especially in Mentel all yeah. It was the same for plot lines rehashed a bunch of times. Iggy said at one point that he would do it all over again if he could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Iggy like, has no regrets. He really thinks that Rachel trusted his opinion and was soliciting 
information from him. Yeah, and I don't see that being the case. Yeah, I feel like Rachel might have kept him around purely because he was... A good source of information. Yeah, because I think that there wasn't any future with them. Yeah. but And she was interested to hear about people. Mm-hmm. But to think that that's your role in the house or with Rachel... I don't know. Seems to distract pretty strongly from the whole romantic connection. Exactly. Thing. The fact that like that role needed to exist is just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, well, somebody along the way has to be her source of information. So I guess I'll take that bullet and just stick around for it. Like, in no point did they seem like they had any sort of relationship. Yeah. Like, even like. But I mean, he, he got his time in the show because of it. If he was just somebody that got friend-zoned and he didn't gossip, yeah, no one would know anything about him. Yeah. His hair was different. Yeah, there was a lot different about him. He also looked like he was kind of wearing, like, a fancy bathrobe, Mm. like like a Hugh Hefner-type bathrobe, but as a jacket. Yeah. Like, just the accents on it seemed very, I don't know, like, Hugh Hefner-ish, I guess, is what I'm looking for. Cool. I'm surprised he didn't have like an insign like his insignia on his jacket or something. Hmm. What would his insignia be? It would be an outline of his head. <laughs> With a a word bubble coming out that says all the shit. All the shit. <laughs> then we switch over to talking about Kenny and Lee. And Kenny says that all the guys agreed in the beginning to play a gentleman's game. And then a rule was broken, so he called Lee out on it, and Lee just flipped, and it spiraled from there. And he says, if you all were sick of seeing it, I was sick of living it. Yeah, I couldn't imagine being him and, like, having to deal with that for that long. Yeah, I mean, but he really engaged with it. Right, well, he did. I would have just been like, you're an asshole, don't talk to me. Right, and I, I bet there were other people in the house that did that, and that's why they didn't have yeah, confrontations. Yeah, be- because Lee picked on a bunch of people. He started with Eric, and then Eric somehow found a way to shut him down. Yeah. Yeah, and Kenny just fed him. Like, he just, like, fed the troll. Like, that's exactly what Lee wanted. Yeah. Um. But this, so this maybe was an interesting part of the show. I'm not sure. It was like, all the guys were trying to convince Lee that he was a racist or get to Lee admit to admit that he was a racist, which means that he needs to be aware that he's a racist. Yes. Um, so they brought up the tweets that Lee had made. And I guess the most upsetting, well, or the one that they focused on most, I don't know. I won't say which one's most upsetting. I think that that would depend on which group you belong in because right. he seemed to offend everybody in a different way. Um, but was saying that, the KKK and the NAACP are the same, except one has the decency to hide their racist faces. Yeah. Referring to the KKK. Yeah. Um, which is absurd. Absolutely. And I don't, I'm not going to spend time like. No. Probably. <laughs> um, that's probably the one of the dumbest things I've ever seen on this show. Yeah. Although I feel like I've seen stuff like that on Facebook. Sure. Like, people say really stupid stuff. Yeah. And this was one thing that I thought about Lee, was that, like, he might not have realized that he's a racist. And I still kind of think that. 
And I think that that's true for a lot of people. I mean, I think I know a lot of people that would would be horrified to think that they were racist, but that definitely have some weird opinions and they've just never really been been confronted. They're just ignorant. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know many people that would be willing to admit that they were a racist. Right? Like, right. Because, like, that is a really, really terrible thing for people to think of you. Yeah. And, f- like, from, you know, like, a person's perspective. Like, if people thought I was a racist, I would be like, shit. Like, you know? Um, and I'd really need to either, like, make a huge change in my life to, like, get past that and have that not be, like, what people think of me and, like, have that not be part of what I am. Because to a lot of people to most people lee is a racist and like that just goes hand in hand and for like i don't know if that's true you don't think so like for people that watched it no see i find that hard to understand i don't know like i think about kind of the small town that i grew up in Mm -hmm. and i feel like i can imagine people thinking this way but just because they've never like Because, so, like, the way that people talk negatively about affirmative action. Right. Like, about, like, okay, well, getting into college, like, it's not fair. And it's, and they say that, the things that they say, and they think the things they think, only because they've never been presented with the other side. Sure. They're just coming at it from their, like, white place Mm -hmm. and not knowing about the fact that other people struggle and the problems that we have with things like implicit bias, where people don't even realize that there are these things ingrained in their heads and their viewpoints on people. So. Right. Yeah. Like people don't even realize that that's a thing or like they won't acknowledge that that's a thing, but it is a thing. Right. Like the way that we're raised you start like like you associate people have done studies where they show like pictures of like a white guy and a black guy and then they ask you like well which one is more likely to be this like and they or they ask you like which profession is this guy and which profession is that guy and like people just like have these biases and and like until it's brought to their attention a lot of people don't even realize that that's a thing yeah so i don't know i think that lee is one of those people that just didn't really even think about it yeah i think that and that's not okay i'm not giving him an excuse ignorance isn't an excuse but it's i don't think that he was like actively going out and saying stuff that he thought was racist true i mean but there was so much stuff and it wasn't even just like racist stuff so there was like the misogynistic and sexist stuff but i think that there's a ton of people that don't know that's a thing either right so it mostly just boils down to him being like really ignorant but i think the problem that i have with that is that he left it until now to like come to this realization when he was confronted by a bunch of people to right not even like take the feedback from people when they were like getting outraged when it like those tweets and stuff came to light initially. So instead of like taking it and um confronting the issue right then, he just 
blocked his Twitter account and that was it. You know, yeah, like absolutely no, and I mean that's the like the, that's what some of the guys were objecting sure. to too. They were like, "Yeah, it's easy for you to come here now and apologize for things, but this should have happened immediately when you realized that it was a problem, right? Um, and not just tried to hide it, which is what he tried to do. But I mean, they got to a place. It took a long time. It seemed during this men tell all, yeah, where they got him to admit that what he said was racist. Mm-hmm. and that he wants to move forward and he knows that he has a lot of stuff to learn i don't know do you think that's true do you think he gets it i i'm cynical about it and i think that he was just kind of playing along because it was super uncomfortable yeah and like really really hostile against him um that being said do you think it was I was actually impressed. I felt like a lot uh, of the guys, because they've like probably dealt with this stuff like sure. their whole lives, that they're like, they were. I mean, they were offering to like help him out to explain stuff to him, and maybe yeah, maybe a little sarcastically, but I think honestly they would. Sure, and I I think what I meant more like is the way it feels. F- he well, here's why: because he had an intervention. Like that's exactly what that was. So like the way that somebody would feel ganged up on during an intervention. Like that same sort of thing was happening to him. And that's where I was coming from was saying from his perspective, it probably seemed really hostile. Yeah. So I could also playing devil's advocate here, see him just playing along because it's easier than like sticking up for himself. If that was his goal, you know? Yeah. Um, That being said, I hope that he like it brought to his attention and like, really had an impact on him and i think more importantly than just him like i hope it had an impact on like other people like outside the show yeah well and that was something that someone had said like do you realize that like you have this opportunity right now to kind of like set this example yeah it's like you've already kind of you have this bad name for yourself but this is a very public thing and if you can say yes this is racist you know that helps Maybe that'll help other people that feel similarly right. to some of the things that he was saying. Sure. And like, as you were saying, just with implicit bias, not even realizing that what he was saying was a very racist or sexist yeah. or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that like a lot of times people think that in order to be a racist, you have to use the N word. Sure. Or, you know, do things that are just like very obvious yeah yeah, overt racism but there's like there's lots of degrees and it's um like those more insidious things that are i think more difficult for people to deal with and that definitely i mean i see that stuff with sexism all the time i can't stand it i see stuff all the time that i'm just like you don't even know like sure and because it's not just guys coming up and being like you should be in the kitchen or whatever or like, you know you it's smile. like yeah it's there's just all of these little things and people don't realize that yeah it's not cool no don't be don't be sexist and I, yeah and i mean that was a thing that from me i didn't really notice beforehand until you like really brought it to my attention like there were things that I would have never done or said that would have like obviously been super sexist, right? right. Like um, nice tits. Or yeah, like, like there, that. there's no percent <laughs> a chance that I would do that or like walk up and like smack some girl's ass or something. Right. Like, but I mean, there were still like little things that 
I would either, like, I just wouldn't pick up on that other people would do, or, I don't know. Like, and there's, like, all the, like, the really aggressive stuff that people do. Like, someone holds the door for a girl, and then, like, she doesn't say anything, and she's, like, and they're, like, yeah, keep walking, bitch. Yeah, like, like that happened like that. to me. Yeah. <laughs> that guy in our lobby. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, stuff like that, like, that's obviously extremely yeah that's sexist. pretty that's pretty problematic yeah yeah but i'm still amazed at how many people don't think that the telling women to smile thing is oh, a problem or you look prettier when you smile yeah i'm not here to be pretty for you no like i don't know but it helps when i started thinking in terms of if the roles were reversed if the gender roles were reversed here would this still be happening and if the answer is no then it's sexism like that was a that was a helpful thing for me yeah. to start to frame things um, because I think for a long time I bought into a lot of it. I mm-hmm. thought that you know we're supposed to be kind of putting on a show for men a lot of the time, and yeah. it was sort of horrifying when I realized that that's not what's going on <laughs> yeah. or not what should be going on. Yeah, I wish that I could go back and talk to like college me, be like, oh no, don't do that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyhow. Yeah, I don't even... I mean, I wrote down a ton of things about, like, specific things people said, but and... I don't know that I really want to go through all of it. Um, I do want to point out that, like, Anthony is incredibly well-spoken and intelligent, and yeah. I hope that he does really cool stuff with his life. Yeah, I mean, we, we noticed that, too, when he was on the show. Yeah, like, he but was just, a... like, he just reaffirmed that... Yeah. Yeah, he's a super, super smart guy, and, like... I wish we had seen more about him. Yeah. They Kenny goes into the hot seat, as they call it. He sits with Chris Harrison. And they talk about the Lee thing, whatever. But then Chris Harrison's like, oh, and about your daughter. She's here. Like, we didn't want to keep you from her any longer. And then I was like, what is the timeline situation? Like, when guys get set home... Do they not go home? Like, they sit in purgatory for a little while until the whole thing's over and then they're released? Yeah, I have no idea. Because, like, the people at the beginning then have been, like, hanging out for weeks. Right. And because Kenny's been gone for a while. Yeah. So. And, like, he's been gone from a few countries. Like, even just travel time. Like, I was kind of figuring it out as it was going on. Like, I came up with, like... At the very least, just based on all the flying around people had to do. Yeah, because they had hometowns, which is all different places. It had to have been at least like 10, 14 days. Like, that just seems ridiculous. So is he not... I don't know. It just... It made it seem like he has yet to see her, even though he got sent home quite a while ago. Yeah. Um, So I don't know what the deal is with that. But they send... It's his birthday... Well, tomorrow, which I guess is today, which Mm -hmm. is not actually the truth because this was not live. So who knows what day it is? It was when they were talking about it. Right. Um, But anyway, they sent them to Disneyland. Yeah, that's nice. Kenny and his daughter. Yeah, that is nice. They seemed very moved by it. Um, Chris Harrison asks how Mackenzie feels about her dad being on the show. And she's like, yeah, I'm proud of you. You were number eight. (laughs) <laughs> like as if it was a competition to just yeah be the highest or the lowest number yeah and it's like yeah i made top 10 <laughs> i think the only really interesting sound bit that i wanted to talk about that happened during uh lee's time 
was when um, Lee started kind of like backing down a little bit more. And he said to Kenny, he's like, yeah, no. And I know I didn't actually, you didn't actually try to pull me out of the van. And then Kenny was like, no shit, I was there. (laughs) Yeah, like he had to say it or something. Like he needed to clear the air. But it's like, we all all know that. We know that that, you were lying. That didn't really happen. Because if it did, it would have been on camera and we would have seen it because it would have been great television. Exactly. At one point, Lee had a Trump moment, I think, where he was saying like... Nope, I don't like racism. Um, I was really hurt when the tweets came out, and like he made it all about him. Yeah, he he played um, like he was the victim. Yeah, so weird. Yeah. And it's just like that's not the point, right? But they kept at it. Yeah, and they had their breakthrough, and then I think Dean came up next, right? Dean came up next. His hair's a little weird. Kind of looks like he's wearing a beret, but it's yeah. his hair. He's got a hair beret. Which is an interesting look. Mm-hmm. Um, and a camo tux, which which Chris Harrison said something about. And Dean was like, yeah, a little, little too much, maybe. <laughs> um, they Like, it was cute the way that they talked to each other. They Like, they were very friendly. Dean looked so sad. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's just, he's the most recent one to go home. And it's just like crushed right like yeah 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 he just like i don't know they kept they and and who knows with editing like they might have just been like picking moments where he was i don't know whatever because you never know when they jump back and forth yeah if it's just like showing his reaction but it's not really his reaction at the moment but he just looked so so sad yeah um they do a montage of dean and rachel uh they made out in front of a geyser they saw a concert on a platform where they did the the kissing and there's all the people standing yeah, around watching with, with them. that one with that well-known country star anonymous country star there was blimp time there was dad stuff yeah. and when they so when they were at dean's dad's house and all that weird stuff happened um like at the end when dean and rachel were like cuddling together on the floor mm-hmm. like i thought that was really sweet absolutely like there was something kind of nice and like very innocent about it and it kind of made me think of like high school yeah like the kind like very right because like they were you're like at your parents house yeah and you're just like chilling out yeah i don't know it just seemed like very homey yeah and i felt like there wasn't anything like super sexualized about it which happens a lot when people are like laying next to each other yeah it so like you know getting back to like it feeling kind of like high school or just kind of like then like more gazing at each other yeah and, well like, and just they talking. like yeah they kissed or whatever but yeah well right, right and right. they said that they were falling in love with each other yeah um yeah i don't know it was just like very cute yeah we'll probably get to this a little bit more later but um one of the problems i had with dean's dad being like the showcase for his episode and everything and like him being there is that i don't think he Dean really wanted that to happen. And I don't think that like the dad necessarily wanted that to happen and want what to happen. Like the, you know, like the reunion on camera. Okay. Like, I think that that was kind of shitty and we've talked about that, but then I was starting to think about it. Like Rachel's dad wasn't there. Right. And that was a conscious choice. Like they, yeah, nobody made a huge deal out of that. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think that it was unnecessary 
to have the... Yeah, like we could have just met Dean's siblings. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think that it was like, I think Dean said it, that like that was the most real and raw moment of the whole process mm-hmm. for him. And I think it was probably good for Dean in the long run because he hadn't talked to his dad in two years and he like kind of got the ball rolling where he said like i do think that sometime in the future we'll be able to work things out like it wasn't the right venue right to have the conversation and like really work through things but it was i think good to say something rather than nothing to like start bringing up because his dad i don't think realized that dean still had so much frustration no about his his youth and growing up for sure um so i think it's good for the dad to know because if you don't know it's a problem you can't fix it Mm -hmm. um but yeah doing it on national television is kind of weird yeah yeah so rachel comes out woo woo cut to dean and he looks like he got kicked in the heart (laughs) kicked to the heart i wrote like looks like he got kicked in and then i was trying to think of what the thing would be and, and then I wrote, up with it. and then I wrote heart. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rachel has like a ridiculous amount of glitter on her chest. Did you notice that? No. She was very like sparkly. I was just trying to like work out her dress because it was like the inside lingerie, of a but then also it had flowers on it. Yeah, I felt like it was a dress turned inside out. Hmm. Yeah, you could kind of see the structure of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I didn't really like that dress. Dean invites himself up to talk to Rachel, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. That was an interesting thing. I think Dean has a really interesting personality. So, yeah, Rachel comes out and they start talking about Dean. So he's just like, I might as well come up. I'm going to come up and talk. Um, So he asked Rachel about why she said that she was falling in love with him and then send him home immediately or not immediately, but a couple days later. And Rachel stuck by saying she She meant meant it. Yeah. Yeah. She said, like, I never say something just to say it. I did love you. And then I was like... That had to hurt so much. Because right? there's no way he's let her go. <laughs> I'm so glad that you have that same reaction. Because I wrote down, like, wouldn't that hurt way more? Absolutely. Like, that makes it so much... I don't know. It's just, like, so real. Like, I did love you. Yeah. Like, I've moved on. P.S. Yeah. It was, like, a couple days ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man. Yeah, that was... That was pretty hard to see. Yeah, that was a tough, that was a tough blow. Uh, But then we just move on and then they recap like, oh, Rachel, how did you feel about Demario? Who? And then she was like, shade, the branches are out. And she waved her arms around like they were like tree branches, (laughs) which is another thing where I'm like, is that a thing that people are doing? Because it's pretty cool. (laughs) And I hope I see more of it in the world. Hopefully those kids do it. Yeah. Although I don't, want, I don't want my middle schoolers throwing shade. <laughs> they just need to keep being nice, making cute little cat things. Rachel says that she has dated Demario's before. She's not into doing it anymore. Yeah. They talk about Rachel being a black bachelorette, and she says she was happy that it wasn't something that came up a lot in her time with the guys at the house. Yeah, she knew it was a thing, but it was they. Nobody made it an issue. Like, at least people in the house. So that was good. Um, Ken, then she starts talking about Kenny and Lee. Mm-hmm. And she said it was very enlightening to see that from her perspective. Right. 
Yeah, that like she didn't know at the time, really. Yeah. And that like from watching it back, it like may probably made things make more sense to her. Like Yeah. Yeah, and then Lee says um, that he had watched, he watched the show and said, goodness, because he was surprised, like, oh, goodness, that's not good. And Rachel's like, you shouldn't have needed to watch the show back, like, because you were participating in it, (laughs) to know that, like, the guys that you were with were really incredible, and that the stuff you're doing was pretty weird and sketchy. Yeah. She had an opportunity to be a spokesperson for black people and women and would be willing to take him backstage and give him a black history lesson if he wanted it. Yeah. And women's rights. Yes. I'm sure he didn't take her up on that. No, probably not. We switch over to Adam. Adam asks Rachel what she would have done differently. And she says she wish she could have given him, I think, and Matt more time. Mm -hmm. But she knew that the way things were with going to hometowns the following week, it wouldn't have been right. So that's why she got rid of them when yeah. she did, which makes sense. Because yeah. it would be weird to go on your first real date with someone to meet their parents. Mm-hmm. Matt speaks up and says some really nice stuff. Yeah. I don't remember. I didn't write it no, down. No, it was but like, nice. He was just like a, he's just like a really good guy. Yeah. And Rachel's like, whenever people are being annoying and saying like, who is Matt? Like, why, why was he around? Song? Yeah. That, you know, she just says like... Matt's awesome. You need to see the stuff that we had. Yeah. Uh, Then Fred gives like a weird speech. A very, very prepared speech. Very prepared. Like, I was like, where's the piece of paper that you're reading this (laughs) off of? Because it was so, it felt so scripted. Yeah. But about how she didn't give him a chance out of everybody there. And that like he was there for her because he knew her already yeah. from when they were kids he, and he was there for rachel and they were there for the bachelorette yeah which i was like Whoa. but like but then in the end he's just like yeah and it's all good yeah. i was like what is the point of that long thing like are you just recapping your story because we all know I mean, we saw it yeah yeah I but think... cool glad you're not bitter okay. but it kind of sounds like you might be a little bitter because you just went on that story for a long time yeah. and then it was just like all right next next yeah and then we moved on and Kenny was like, we had the most mature breakup that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So if Brian, Eric, or Peter don't work <laughs> out, give me a call. Yep. Which I thought was really cool. When we saw like the recap of Kenny and Rachel's relationship when he was in the hot seat, I was like, I don't know. I just really missed Kenny. Yeah. Like he's just such a great guy. And like the two of them together, I loved. Right. They were. They I were just want to a- see Kenny win more relationships. Or one. Bachelor. bachelor in Paradise? No, he's the Bachelor. Oh, he's the Bachelorette? Bachelor. No, he's never going to be the Bachelorette. Oh, my gosh. I'm so confused. That's such a stupid thing to say. So confused. He's going to be the Bachelor? That would be awesome. I would watch the hell out of that season. <laughs> Some of these dudes, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I would be that interested. We do have this podcast, so I guess we should probably continue to watch the shows. <laughs> but, like... If they were to pick... Jack Stone. Jack Stone. He would just sit there the entire time quiet. Or like giving people a, that weird look. When you uh, meet his family. Uh, um, Welcome. I don't know. Like if Brian's The Bachelor. I don't know if I'm interested in watching that. It's just going to be so Steve. vapid. I Here. want like people of substance. Yeah. Because I am a person of substance. You are. That's I what I love need, about I don't you. I need no scrubs. That's not what that song's about. But okay. And then it's about boring bachelors. 
And then? And then bloopers. Bloopers! Ooh, they're People so fucking love zany. bloopers. But I think that's, I mean, the bloopers help. It's kind of like what I was saying about I would watch this on pay-per-view if I got to see, like, the full thing. Because you kind of just get to see, like, another side of people. Yeah, it really puts it in perspective of, like, who these people really are. Yeah, and, like, it's people not, love that. Yeah, it's because not so, like, dramatic know. the entire time, too. Yeah. So we see Adam and Rachel talking, and Rachel falls asleep while he's going on and on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean is talking to a producer on camera, and... Puts gum behind his ear. And then the producer's like, wait, did you just put gum behind your ear? He pulls it back. He's like, yeah. And starts chewing on it. Chewing on it again. He's like, like, it's it's my ear. Um, That was really funny. Josiah just like throwing back oysters. those oysters. He ate so many. He's like, I love the food in Norway. (laughs) He's just eating everything. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure he was just drunk eating, but. Yeah. But that's still funny. You know, it's super funny. Oh, I thought like. Um, then Rachel says, uh, she like eats something. It's like, oh, salty. Just like Josiah on his way home this week. Yeah. And I was like, she like holds up like the bag of snacks or whatever it is that she's eating. Yeah. Salty. Just like Josiah on his way home tonight. Yeah. I was like, that's savage. Ooh. And tickle monsters giving people tickle lessons. (laughs) The rules of tickling. Yeah. And then there's that weird golf course scene. So the guys are all like in their golf carts cruising through. And there's that guy who's like, you ruffian, blah, 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 blah. And the wife is all, ooh, They're so cool. That was obviously super fake. Super fake. Except that some of them rolled their cart. Well, that part wasn't That was real. That was real. Yeah. Yeah. They tipped it. I think they were having a heck of a time on those golf carts. It's pretty fun to drive. They are pretty fun to drive. And so then we have Chris Harrison talking to rachel and he's like we can't wait to see this how this ends up for you and rachel's just like i'm ready i think she's known for a long time who she's that she's gonna pick peter (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that she's gonna pick peter too i think there's gonna be a 180 on yeah what happens there has to be because if it was just like all a really wonderful date then it'd be like why even bother watching brian's one-on-one yeah yeah and just to watch him get all like lusty like we're gonna sleep together and we learn that the finale is three hours long oh my gosh three hours is a really long time but the thing is is like if there weren't commercials it'd be less than two hours no yeah three hours boils down to less than two two hours boils down to an hour and 20 minutes Hmm. so we're probably talking about two hours 20 minutes commercials right. in each one? Yeah, I don't know. It's still a long time. But oh, I absolutely. guess we do have... So we have the rest of Peter's date. We have Brian's date. Then we have her sending somebody home. Then the finale Then getaway. is there another... Yeah, and Will then they do stay? they see each other again? Just the, like, the two guys? And then... I don't know what happens. I think that there's one more date. I mean, because in the end, there's only two. Yeah, so I think what happens is, like, there's probably another rose ceremony. So I guess, like, a lot of stuff is actually going to happen in that three-hour finale. Plus. Plus. After the final rose, right? Oh, my gosh. Is that gosh. included in the three it hours? It should be four hours long. Three hours isn't enough time for all this action, action-packed. <laughs> yeah. 
And then Chris Harrison says, who wants a Bachelor in Paradise teaser? <gasps> Too bad. Too bad. Oh, fuck you, Chris Harrison. Fuck you. That's okay. I don't want one. That's true. I want to be surprised about everything. Woo! So there were a couple things that were just happening in the background that I loved that were like kind of like deep cuts in Bachelorette up from the season that happened with like the crowd or some of the setting stuff. So obviously we saw Adam Jr. He's yeah. hanging out in the crowd. There are people with Adam Jr. t-shirts. Yes, there Those were. Those were sweet. But my favorite thing was that Tickle Monster was sitting in a hand chair. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Oh yeah, I noticed it. I saw it the first time. I like that though. Yeah. I like that they're they're adding layers of references. Yeah, but I feel a little bit bad for him because at no point did anyone say his name when they were introducing people. I think he's okay with that. Yeah, probably. Like he's like a doctor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I thought it was weird, though, that they were like, uh, name, yeah, that's name, true. Tickle Monster, another name, another name. And I was just like, oh. But whatever. His name's Jonathan. Jonathan, the Tickle Monster. The tick- I think he's a pediatric. I think he works with kids. He shouldn't be tickling kids. I don't know. Is it weirder to tickle kids or to tickle adults? Kids. <laughs> Absolutely. There's not even a question to that. Unless they're like your kids. Yeah. Or like nephews maybe. Yeah, don't nieces. tickle random kids. Yeah. Especially random kids. Well, I think it's probably worse for a doctor to tickle their kids than a stranger to I mean, they're going to touch you. Yeah, but tickling's a bad touch <laughs> to strangers. I don't know if it is when you're a child. I think now it is. Yeah. I think back in the day when uh, kids could just go out and they didn't have to tell their parents they didn't have they to worry gone. about getting tickled by strangers. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> back the- oh, dear. Okay. All right. So we had some good points. Uh, we had some laughs. We had some funs. We learned it all. <laughs> we had some bloopers. I think we kept it 100. You guys stay tuned next week for our blooper reel that we've been putting together i wish we didn't we actually did we should have though because that probably we would have had some good stuff yeah we basically deleted everything yeah we don't we're not good at archiving it's just so much easier to edit it and not we're just editing it so that our future children can listen to it when we're dead (laughs) jesus christ All right, that's that. the way I always feel about audio. Like I save people's voicemails sometimes because I'm like, well, if they die, you want to be able. <laughs> I'll to have something to like upload uh, the sound thing so no. that they can turn into AI. No, oh. just I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> no, I am I the only person that does that. No, I mean I have I have voicemails from certain people that I'm only keeping because at some point they will no longer be alive while I'm alive, <laughs> and I will want to listen back to that. Maybe. Probably. Yeah, just in case. I mean, it doesn't... It takes up a little bit of space. Yeah, but not even really. But our kids will have plenty of audio without the bloopers. They'll still get a sense of our personalities. Sure. All right, and on that note, uh, hey, hey future kids. Hey, future kids. This is your parents from the past. (laughs) We'll make a different podcast where we just talk to you. That's coming up probably someday that would be an interesting all right well think about it anyway new podcast idea i'm sarah and i'm jake and this has been we We trust trust the the process. process have a good night thank you goodbye or day